happen? The question I always ask my patients on a first visit. I need to know why they are motivated to change. Why today of all days? Do they want to start working with me? Why is today different from yesterday? Or last week? Or last year? Why is today different from tomorrow? Sometimes our pain pushes us, and sometimes our hope pulls us. Asking why now isn't just asking a question. It's asking everything. One of his eyes briefly twitched, closed, but he said nothing. So tell me why you are here, I invited again. Still, he said nothing. My body tensed with a web of uncertainty and awareness of tenuous and crucial crossroads where we sat, two humans, face to face, both of us vulnerable, both of us taking a risk as we struggled to name an anguish and find its cure. Jason hadn't arrived with an official referral. It appeared that he had brought himself to my office by choice. But I knew from clinical and personal experience that even when someone chooses to heal, he or she can remain frozen even for many, many years. Given the severity of the symptoms he exhibited, if I didn't succeed in reaching him, my only alternative would be to recommend him to my colleague, the chief psychiatrist at William Bowman Army Medical Center, where I've done my doctoral work as well. Dr. Colmer would diagnose Jason's catatonia, hospitalize him, and probably prescribe an antipsychotic drug like Heldor. I pictured him in front of me in a hospital gown, his eyes still glazed, his body now so tense, wrecked with the muscle spasms that are often a side effect of the drugs prescribed to manage psychosis. I do rely absolutely on the expertise of my psychiatric colleagues, and I'm so grateful for the medications that save lives, but I don't like to jump to hospitalization if there is any chance of success with a therapeutic intervention. I feared that if I recommended Jason to be hospitalized and medicated without first exploring other options, he would trade one kind of numbness for another, frozen limbs for the involuntary movements of dyskinesia, an uncoordinated dance of repeating ticks and motions when the nervous system sends the signal for the body to move without the mind's permission. His pain, whatever its cause, might be muted by the drugs, but it won't be resolved. He might feel better or feel less, which we often mistake for feeling better, but he wouldn't be healed. But now, I wondered, as the heavy minutes dragged past 
as Jason sat frozen on my couch, there by choice, but still imprisoned. I had only one hour, one opportunity. Could I reach him? Could I help him to dissolve his potential for violence, which I could sense as clearly as the air conditioners blast across my skin? Could I help him see that whatever his trouble and whatever his pain, he already held the key to his own freedom? I couldn't have known then that if I failed to reach Jason on that very day, a fate far worse than a hospital room awaited him. A life in an actual prison, probably on death row. I only knew then that I had to try. I studied Jason. I knew...